Get your headsets ready. Ikuzos unscripted podcast is going over time. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Ikuzos unscripted podcast. And as always, out and over, we are going over time. Little Bird told me on Discord, our, our, our guest loves podcasts. So here we are now. Dear listeners, today with us we have, and I'll dare to say, a veteran of League of Legends Wild Rift. He's a pro player for XL Esports, he's a streamer and caster, most lately for Wild Rift's icons. It's Stuart, everybody. Stuart Gilson, welcome to Overtime and how are you doing? Thank you very much. Yeah, I'm doing well, doing good, and uh, thanks for having me on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. please don't burn the Singapore down. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's all good for yeah. now. Singapore's okay. treating me well. <laughs> yeah. So, how you entered this world of esports? Uh, uh, did you dream that one day you will, uh, you won't be just uh, a gamer, you know, just playing in your room, that but you will be esport, esportist? professional and compete on these international tournaments stream your videos across the world on youtube twitch how how all of this started for you of course i mean it all really started for me i played uh, pc league of legends before mm-hmm. wild rift yeah. um and i kind of got into esports through pc league of legends so mm-hmm. i started all the way back in season two um mm-hmm. watched like taipei assassins and everything so yeah. i've played the game for quite a long time you are the honest. og um, <laughs> yeah yeah, right, the OG. Um, but yeah, from there, um, I kind of got into uh, esports by like watching League of Legends PC, um, watching, you know, that sort of esports. I watched other esports, but it was mainly through League of Legends. Um, and then what happened was when um, XL Esports came along, uh, that's where I kind of started supporting them because they're mm-hmm. quite a local like esports organization to me. They're from London. I'm from London as well. Yeah. Uh, so I started supporting them when they got into the LEC. Um and then from there, I just kind of like, you know, and then kind of from there, it's just like, oh, you know, supporting them. I went over to Germany a few times as well to mm-hmm. support them uh, in the LEC. So I've been there a few times. Uh, and from there, obviously, Wild Rift came out um, and I started yeah. playing Wild Rift. I started doing uh, guides and everything for Wild mm-hmm. Rift as well through YouTube and through Twitch. Um, and then from there, pretty much here I am now. To be yeah. fair. Um, my goal's always been in terms of content, in terms of just giving people um, a place to go in terms of guides, helping people out all the time. Um, and from there, you know, XO Esports then um, signed me as a content creator. Um, so I'm a content creator for them now. And then I'm doing other stuff as well, including uh, a website called Wildfire. So I do like all sorts of guides on there as well. Yeah, I didn't know that. But, uh, so has this uh, Wild Rift, when, we, when it came out, this game, has it altered your curse of career or life or anything? Um, it, I where, mean, it's pretty where, much changed my life, this, to be fair. Where would Stuart be if there wasn't a Wild Rift? I, that's the thing. I, I don't know where I would be without Wild Rift. <laughs> I'll be totally honest with you. Uh, before Wild Rift, I was kind of working in retail. I was just doing retail work and everything. Uh, and then Wild Rift came out. That was kind of... I mean, the great thing is, is like Wild Rift is my first mobile game as well. I didn't mm-hmm. play any mobile games before Wild Rift. Um, so I gave it a go. I gave, you know... Um, I've streamed before, I streamed PC League of Legends beforehand, but I was like, oh, let's do some content on Wild Rift. Um, I did content with, you know, Scoundrel, Hell's Devil as well. So I started playing with them. Um, And it kind of all grew from there, really. You know, I started, you know, getting a few viewers, people started enjoying my content. uh, And then from there, I kept growing and growing. And that's how I kind of got like into casting and everything as well. I started casting a few community tournaments. um, And then from there, I did the WREC, which is the uh, World of European Championship, went to Barcelona. And then that's kind of where 
it got me here seeing you know icons in singapore yeah nice but before we talk about casting i want to ask you mm-hmm. uh, just one thing about starting out because of we course. were the kids when the games were almost every game was single player you know and yeah, then sure. the multiplayer came but it was just the local and then multiplayer online and everything so how tough was it to start you know and you were playing the league of legends on your pc uh, was uh, how hard was it to explain to your mother for example or father uh, that you can pause this game and uh, but that there are people <laughs> making a living <laughs> of this video game no i it is it's a it's a good question because i think the people of the older generation don't really understand you know yeah. gaming and and everything and kind of you know esports in general they don't really understand it um but my my parents were quite supportive um you know i That's mean they still said yeah they still said you know um do the retail work when i was like starting off with water if there was like you know do still do stay at retail still do your job and everything but then when i got the opportunity to kind of quit my job and then go into pursuing you know esports and content creation full time they're really supportive you know they were saying they didn't really understand it at first kind of like as you're explaining yeah. it's like they didn't really understand it was like Oh, you know, how, how do you make a living out of it? How do you get your money and yeah. everything like that as well? But after explaining everything and after, you know, them kind of looking into it themselves as well, like I said, they've been quite supportive. And um, pretty much my whole family has been watching me during like icons and casting as well, which right. has been uh, quite nice to see. So we have some future players in there. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think they're still struggling to figure out, you know, how the yeah. game works. But yeah, yeah, I remember the faces of my mother when I when I tried to explain to her that people are playing the Yu-Gi-Oh and Pokemon tournaments and selling these cards for for millions. You know. And yeah, of course. Just, yeah. Why don't you sell some? <laughs> 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 no yeah it's, yeah it's difficult i mean that, that's kind of like the generation gap really it's like yeah. like you said like kind of when like i was younger it wasn't really esports wasn't even a thing at all you know it's all just yeah. like game boy advance or like psp mm-hmm. ps1 ps2 things like that as well but over the last like you know 20 years or something like that it's gone from be esports being nothing into yeah. one of sometimes the biggest people would say now. yeah Exactly. Yeah, I would say maybe even bigger than the you know sports industry or getting there anyway. Yeah, um, close man. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy to be honest. Yeah, and so you're casting, you're playing, you're streaming. Mm-hmm. So of all of those, let's say branches of Wild Drift that you cover, which is your favorite? What do you love to I- work the most? I think streaming is always going to be my favorite. I've always done streaming. Um, I only really started YouTube when I started playing Wild Rift uh, to kind of, you know, branch myself out in a way um, and then like kind of get like the YouTube audience and kind of help the YouTube audience as well for Wild Rift. Um, but I've been streaming for, for a long, long time. I would say like on and off for the past, like maybe six, seven years or something like that. But I started being consistent when Wild Rift came out because mm-hmm. I, I kind of, it's a struggle sometimes to try and balance your job with streaming at yeah. the same time because like if you have a full-time job and if you want to go home sometimes it's like oh I just want to relax I don't really want to stream but then at the same time you have to like kind of dedicate yourself and put in you know put it in the right mindset it's like if I carry this on it can start being something um and you know kind of when Wild Rift came out as well was kind of like the start of like when when COVID and everything happened as well was obviously when Wild Rift came out um so there was times during that time of like the start of Wild Rift where uh, my shop was actually like shut down because of like lockdown and everything like that in London. Um, so I had a bit of time to actually, you know, dedicate more in terms of, you know, streaming and content and everything like that as well. And I think the 
you know, other people as well probably had more time to watch streams, to watch content and things like that, because, you know, everyone was in lockdown. It was, you know, a crazy time for, I think, everyone. Um, and yeah, like I said, from there, you know, I've just, you know, kind of like stuck to it. Um, I've carried on making guides. I've carried on helping people as well. And like I said, that's kind of my goal from the start of playing Wild Rift because I played PC League of Legends before. I kind of had that background of, you know, knowing the champions, knowing how to play the game, even though it is, I would say, in my opinion, you know, a different game, completely different game, really. Yeah. Uh, even though it kind of does have like some, some of the same aspects. Um, but yeah, like I say, you know, it, that's kind of what I've done. I've kind of helped people um, in terms of, you know, builds or champions, how to play them, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. You're, well, yes, I also tend to be, it's a completely different animal, <laughs> Wild Rift. Yeah, yeah, of course. And, uh, you know, it resembles us, uh, for me, uh, the fourth and fifth season, you know, after the refresh, the new map and everything, items. And for me, it was one of the best seasons of League of Legends for the PC, that fifth season. And that's when we entered the world of esports. You know, we we, we played a, a game of football, and we just and not everybody had the smartphones and everything back then. Yeah, of course, and we, yeah. yeah. And we we uh, connected to some uh, local Wi-Fi, and we were outside watching these worlds. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy, you know. And when you started doing casting, uh, did you, I don't know, send your CV to them or? Did they invite you to be the caster? Um, so, like, like I said, with my casting, it was kind of, I started off um, doing, like, community tournaments uh, through a company called Purge Tournament. They do, like, a bunch of community tournaments through mobile gaming. Um, they actually came onto my stream and they actually said, you know, oh, check your DMs, you know, we have an opportunity for you and everything. So I kind of did it from there. And to be honest, at the start, I never really thought about casting. I never really thought about, you know, getting into casting or anything like that. But I said to myself, you know, I want to give myself a challenge, you know, it's a different step It's you know, to a different audience as well that I can help and, you know, maybe they can learn a thing or two from my, uh, my casting and my kind of my analysis in terms of, you know, gameplay. So I did a few community tournaments for them for a few months. Um, and then that's when um, WREC kind of approached me. They just emailed me and said, oh, are you interested in doing the uh, the water of european championship so i said yeah you know i'll, I'll give it a go sort of thing. Yeah, I mean, I <laughs> to be, like to be honest it's like it was it was really nerve-wracking at first because i'm still quite new to casting i mean to yeah. this day i've only done casting for about six or seven months so i'm still really really new to everything um so for me you know at times it's still kind of nerve-wracking i still feel like i've got a, a long way to go in terms of you know improving and getting to the stage of like other casters as well that are here at the moment are icons that have years of experience compared to me um but like i said for me it's kind of like a challenge um like i said new audience i can kind of give my analysis and give my uh, approach for the game. So I feel like I know so much about the game now because I play it so much every day for content, etc. cetera. Um, and yeah, it's kind of gone from there. So yeah, it's kind of basically them inviting me in a way. Yeah, especially, me. especially in the team fights. That's when the shit happens, you know, you, <laughs> you, you casters, you can go rap God in that sense. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> because, yeah, so sure. you, you remember the name of the champions, of players, of items, of moves. That's yeah. <laughs> fucking devil. It, it, it's crazy, yeah. Some of them are crazy. I mean, there's a there's a caster here called uh, Rafa who's like really really good at like that sort of style because you you have like two different casters. You have like a play by play caster which kind of does like what you're talking about mm -hmm. in terms of, like when the team fights happens, you just can't start talking and talking. You kind of just 
um say what's happening during the team fight and then you have like the color casters which is kind of like what i do which is like you watch the team fight and then you kind of an analyze it afterwards you kind of analyze the state of the game and kind of what's next or what the teams need to do to kind of get their victory and things like that and then you talk about like you said items and everything as well which once you play the game for so long you just memorize everything yeah. off the top of your head and now talking about the icons this year yeah planes are done group stage is mm -hmm. done and knock, uh, knockout stage started we are in the semi-finals and yeah. we have nova versus uh, fan plus phoenix FPS, FPS, and yeah. j team versus team flash yeah. so we have all asian teams uh, and proving yet that yet again why they are the daddies of esports so what what can we expect from now on for the finals um, I, I think, I mean, like you said, you know, the, I think the Chinese teams and the, like the Eastern teams are, are a lot stronger than, you know, the Western teams like Europe and America. Um, kind of not, you know, kind of expected because I feel like, yeah. you know, in terms of the Asian regions, uh, mobile gaming is a lot more common and it's a lot more, um, I guess, standard in the Eastern regions, whereas like I feel like Europe and North America kind of have a long way to go because it's not really a standard thing really in America yeah. and Europe. Um but I know, I mean, like the first one you got was FPX versus, you know, uh, Nova, two of the Chinese yeah. teams coming in. Uh, first seed from China versus the third seed of China. Um, that's, that's a really exciting match to see, like, what the Chinese team is going to be the best because it's like FPX won the whole WRL, but at the same time, uh, Nova have a jungler called Long, who's like the MVP of the whole uh, WRL. Um, so that's exciting one. And then the other one is even more exciting because uh, we thought, or everyone really thought, kind of in the back of their mind, we were going to get like an all-Chinese um, semi-final, but then Team yeah. Flash came out and just yeah. destroyed Singaporeans, ADG. Right? Uh, yeah, they're, um, so I think the organization is from Singapore, I think, but then it, the, the players are from like different like yeah. Southeast Asian region, uh, different Southeast Asia countries, I believe so. Can't remember what's on my head. But yeah, I mean, that's kind of cool that, you know, we, ha we have Team Flash in there and they're able to step up as well because they were the first seed coming in from the Southeast Asia regions like WCS. Um, so then, you know, kind of destroying JDG, which was the second seed from China. Mm -hmm. Now they're going up against the fourth seed of China. So maybe there's a possibility that we might get Team Flash in the final, which is, uh, which is really exciting, to be yeah. honest. But yeah, I mean, all the games are going to be really, really fun. Yeah. And... Uh... What is have you most? What is the most memorable moment you had from this tournament? Um, most memorable. Uh, I would say probably, like I probably say, meeting up with everyone. To be honest, I would say that's the more like you know with the people that I'm able to um, to collaborate with now in terms of, like casting. I've able to you know collaborate and cast with SEA casters, North American casters as well, you know, Rafa, Kangas, Grandon, they've all been great. And even the other color casters as well, you know, TJ Riku, um, even like Digon and Mika, the um the host as well. I'll say that's probably my favorite part and meet, meeting everyone in terms of you know the people from Riot as well. I'm able to talk and speak to people from Riot as well, like Leo, who's like the head of esports of Riot. I've had a conversation with him. Um, that's probably my most memorable, to be fair. Is like that, that's kind of a good thing. Is like, like I said before, you know, with, with COVID and everything, everything was like online, everything was digital, but now it's nice to actually get to travel and get to go to these sort of events. Unfortunately, no live audience, but maybe next time there'll be a live audience. 
um, it's nice to finally you know, meet everyone and be able to do something in person in LAN. Yeah, if I'm right, this this championship was supposed to be here in Europe, but it was something due to visas that it was moved to Singapore. Yeah, I, I think there was like complication. It got like leaked yeah. by China that it was supposed to be in Madrid, uh -huh. um, but then they they changed it to Singapore. I'm not I'm not too sure on the exact reason i think yeah. like the rumor is is that there was visa issues with the chinese teams trying to get to europe so i think that's why they they moved it to singapore and uh the suntech convention center is actually the same location that they did horizon cup last year as well um so i think that's why they've they've gone back there um but i mean I, it's you know i would have preferred it to be in europe you know europe would have been really <laughs> cool for it to be in um if that was the case but i mean singapore's not a bad place either you know it's the you know the venue's really nice the people really nice at the venue um, and I think the stage and everything looks really, really great. Yeah, yeah. Singapore is beautiful. I saw on your Discord the, the photos yeah. from Singapore. Great. <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> and speaking about the favorites previously, uh, what what are your favorite champions in Wild well, Rift? I, ooh, I saw you are rampaging that book, Saya, right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's kind of my main champions. I'm a, uh, I'm a dual lane main. Uh, I really love Zaya. Um I'm really excited for like the new skins that are coming out as well. You know, Star Guardian yes. Slayer, which is coming out soon. Uh, Kaisa is one of my main champions as well. Really like playing Kaisa. Um, they're probably my main two, to be honest. Uh, I like Caitlyn as well. Um, Vayne, you know, any draw lane champion. Oh, I hate really, her. You know, any, I any hate Vayne. <laughs> <laughs> when I took Darius on top and Vayne came out. <laughs> yeah, it's like you can't do anything. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're like my two main champions, Zaya yeah. and Kaisa. Yeah, and who would you like to see added next to the roster from the League of Legends? Oh, um, trying to think, trying to think. Um, I would probably say, <laughs> this is probably going to get a lot of backlash. I'd probably say Aphelios, <laughs> to be honest. I quite like Aphelios mm -hmm. with like the different guns that he has. Yeah. I don't know how they would make that a possibility in Wild Rift, because I think changing the guns and everything might be a, um, an interesting yeah. concept or a hard concept to add to Wild Rift, but... I think his kit and just the way the champion works is really, really cool. So, yeah, I'd say Aphelios. Yeah, well, when I started Wild Rift, I thought that all the uh, champions I play will be there, but none of my mains were there. <laughs> I was so pissed <laughs> off, you know. No, and I'm really hoping Gnar is coming soon. <laughs> oh, yeah, Gnar's a really cool champion. Gnar was one of my, like, champions I love to play on PC as well when I did play Baron Lane. But, I mean, they're doing quite well at the moment in terms of champion releases. You know, Pike mm -hmm. and Nautilus came yeah. out recently. Yeah. Um, there's, like, rumors of other champions coming out soon for patch 3.3, which is the next mm -hmm. big patch coming out um, in, the, yeah. I believe, Nautilus came with Pike also. Yeah. Yeah, so there's a lot of champions that they're adding in as well. So they're keeping consistent with it, which is always a nice thing. Yeah, well, uh, what would you advise the players that are coming from the League of Legends, from the PC to the Wild Rift? Because like we said, it's not the same. <laughs> it's not the same. No, of course. Um, I mean, there's not really any advice. I mean, I think the people that play League of Legends will understand the concept of Wild Rift yeah. straight away. Uh, like I said, there are still a lot of similarities uh, the only things you would have to get used to is probably the controls. But in my opinion, the controls are um, kind of easier in a way because you, it's I not agree. as, you know, precise as PC where you have to like, you know, pinpoint exactly where your mouse is to landing an ability, etc. Um, I think the controls on mobile are quite ideal and they're quite simple to use, which is always very nice. Um, the only thing I would say is, you know, give it a try. I think, you know, like I said, in terms of the Western regions like America and Europe, it's like, 
mobile gaming is not really a thing that people look at. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, people just like think of mobile gaming, they just like shrug it off. It's like, okay, I'd, I'd rather play PC League of Legends yeah. instead. But, you know, someone like me that's come from PC League of Legends, I'll be honest, like before Wild Rift, I was like, you know, mobile gaming, what's this? Like, you know, I, I kind of had the same um, insight. I kind of had the same thoughts of like, you know, mobile gaming, this is trash, whatever, everything like that. But then you actually start playing it and then you actually think to yourself, wow, this is actually really good. You know, you can play it wherever you want. It's very accessible as well. And most people nowadays have a smartphone that can allow to play it. You know, all the smartphones nowadays are powerful enough to play a game like Wild Rift. And it's really good because I don't have to bring my PC over here to play League of Legends. I could just, you know, grab my phone, start playing Wild Rift, you know, wherever I am. So it's really, really cool. Yeah, yeah, it's great experience, especially on iPad because you know the graphics are better and everything. And I played on iPad, and I had one friend. I have, I have him still, <laughs> who, who, uh, who was the most hyped uh, for the Wild Rift coming out to smartphones, and he installed it. And I don't know. And he just after a few days stopped playing, and I was why? And he said. And he was disappointed in some manner because he thought it was bad. It has the good graphics, but he says it is not the law, the League of Legends. And why? Because he didn't like the farming system. It's a little bit different mm-hmm. and everything. But I think that he he actually, from story I heard from the another friend, he, 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 this is a bashing on him. He'll hear it <laughs> later. Uh, that he got wrecked on the Wild Rift because uh, there are so many players that are just starting the game i know the the, the newbies the, the beginners the beginners who are really playing like a gold you know have you ex- and your pet to the what rank are you uh, uh, uh grandmaster at the moment grandmaster. In, oh, fuck. yeah and water after yeah <laughs> i think i'm like a 800 lp grandmaster or, at the moment or something like that so yeah i've reached challenger like multiple seasons mm-hmm. before but yeah. This time I haven't been able to grind as much this season. (laughs) So many people complain about the ranking system in Wild Rift, but I didn't experience many much difference from the the original game from the PC. What do you think about it? Your your pet to the uh, Grandmaster. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, there, there have been, you know, a few issues in some seasons um, with ranked, um, especially in high elo as well. I don't think like low elo is, is affected as much. It's definitely yeah. uh, the high elos that is affected a lot, um, especially in terms of like, you know, the difference between the top players and the difference between, you know, the semi top players in a way. Um, I, I think, you know, the rank system is like, it, you know, it's, it's okay. I think one really good thing that they announced recently is that they're going to bring out a new thing called Legendary Queue, um, where it's going to be like solo queue only, um, only certain times during the day. Um, I think it's very similar to um, another mobile game called Mobile Legends, um, that they do like a, a ranking system where it's like solo queue only, only like two hours a day you can play and you just have to climb up by yourself, um, which I think is going to be a really, really cool system when it comes to Wild Rift. Um, in terms of like the current ranking system, um, I, I think there, there are a few problems. Um, they're trying to change things. The, the thing is, is like the, the way that I see it is, you know, Wild Rift is still a new game. They're still testing things all the time. Um, I hate to say this, but the game is technically still in beta, even though I don't yeah. really call it a beta anymore. Um, but, you know, they're still trying out new things. They're trying out different ways of going into and different ways of approaching Wild Rift and making it different to League of Legends. So they're trying like different ways of how ranked works, etc. But um, yeah, I mean, there are a few problems with ranked, but you know, it's the same with any game that you play, yeah. you know, there's always a few problems with any game you play, but 
you know, to be fair, I mean, like I said, the, the game and ex- the game and experience itself, like playing Wild Rifts, uh, you know, by the game itself is kind of compensates that in a way. <laughs> yeah. And uh, let's get back to the predictions. I forgot to ask uh, who you think will win this Icons uh, championship. Um, oh, good question. <laughs> um, I think FPX will probably be um, Nova, even though that is going to be a pretty close series. I think it'll be about 3-2. Mm-hmm. The other one, I think Team Flash, you know, if they perform as well as what they did against JG, JDG, might be able to beat JT. But again, that's a really, really close semi-final. Um, but then I think FPX will win it all. You know, number one seed from China. I think yeah. like them as a team, you know, with 0-7-1-1 in the jungle as well. Um, you know, with, with all the players that they have, I think they're the strongest coming into it. But, you know, anything can happen. That's a great thing about yeah. Wild Rift. You know, the games are so much shorter than League of Legends. Mm-hmm. You know, one mistake by one player could be, you know, a momentum swing in terms of the game, um, especially because they're best of fives now as well. So yeah. and be final exciting. best of seven. Yes, the finals are best of seven. Yeah. 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 And uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, including the planes, I think that none of the teams in the tournament are unbeaten. Am I right? Um, no, I think I, FPX is unbeaten. I'm pretty sure FPX yeah. has gone through unbeaten. I don't think they've lost a series. Yeah. Um, I think all the Chinese teams are unbeaten. I think they've dropped games, but like in terms of yeah, series, yeah. they're they're like unbeaten. Yeah. Uh, like FPX, Nova, and J Team, they've all um, they've all not lost a series. Mm-hmm. If I'm mis- if I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong with that. I need to. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not not too sure. But yeah, I think like especially FPX. I think FPX haven't dropped a single series yet. I think they've won everything up until now. And for the end, what's your message for the both uh, Wild Rift players and for people who are listening to this and never heard about it? <laughs> of course. Um, I mean, for people who haven't heard about Wild Rift, like I said, you know, give it a try. Um, pick up your mobile phone. You know, most of you will be able to play it, whoever's watching or listening. Um, you know, give it a try. Um, if you want to come and buy, you know, if you need guides or anything, watching the streams or anything like that, then, you know, feel free to, uh, to ask me any questions or anything on Discord. Twitter, anything like that, I'm more than happy to help out. Um, and yeah, the, the, my main message is just give it a try. You know, give it a try, see what you think of it. Um, like I said, most people that have played coming from PC League of Legends or just haven't played a MOBA before have enjoyed it, and they've started, you know, playing it and they've carried on playing it at the same time. Yeah, you, you have you've heard it. Follow him, subscribe to him on YouTube. There are some great builds I saw and uh, uh, liked it. And uh, stay tuned to Ikuzos. I hope you had a great time, uh, Stu. I, uh, this Thank was a really much. enjoyable interview. And hope I can see you uh, in some of the future episodes again. No, of course, definitely. Thanks for having me. Ah, thank you, Stu. You are locked and loaded to make your bets and stay tuned for more.